Jack here. It's just me today. I'm going to do a little bit of an update sesh and just like tell you about life lately. I know I missed an episode last week because I've literally just moved to Brisbane um, a week ago. A week ago today, I think. Yeah. So it's been very chaotic amongst like busy work season and a lot of other things that I will go into soon. Um, But yeah, sorry, it's just been hectic and I tried, but you know, I was tired (laughs) and things to do. And now I'm finally getting back into things. Um, Brisbane is really, really great so far. Um, I mean, technically I moved in a week ago, but I've kind of been moving all of my stuff over the last two months so before then I was spending probably half of each week down here anyway just with a combo of work and like visiting friends and family and moving things and just kind of like getting a bit settled beforehand and I'm really glad I did that because it made the move out much smoother and it just like gave me that kind of intro to things so that by the time I actually moved here I was straight into routine which was really really nice Um, I've got a new gym here. I'm going to a Torah in Nanda, which I'm really loving. I've just paid for my first bulk little membership. So I'm stuck there for six months, whether I like it or not, but I know I like it. Um, So yeah, things are going really well here. I'm loving these routines. So I finished, I do the 6am session and I come back home. I walk down the street and get a coffee, which is like such a luxury because in Noosa, I mean, if I walked from my place to get a coffee in Noosa, it would literally take me probably half an hour to get to the closest coffee shop. So that just wasn't doable. So I'm really loving that. Um, I'm close to the water here too. So I can still like walk along the water in the mornings, which is really nice. I feel like I just need that little bit of scenery and like, you know, beauty in the morning, just have a little time for me to like start the day. And that's when I'll usually like listen to my podcast or sometimes I'm literally this might be bad but yellow I will just be on TikTok and like be walking along finding ideas of things that I can post like advertising things whatnot Um, and I find that really helpful to be able to like move and work at the same time sometimes so sometimes I'll just be doing like emails sometimes I'll be doing like some random admin things, supplying workflows, that kind of stuff. Just like the little tasks that I'll have like 10 of in a day. I find I can go for a walk and knock them out and then come back, feel like I'm just starting the work day, but really like I've knocked a lot of those little annoying things out that might take me a little longer if I was like at home and had other distractions and things. So I'm loving that. Um, Noah's loving the new place too. He's figured out when we first got here, I was like, I don't think... I don't think he can get over the fence and now I've figured out he can get over every single fence everywhere. He is a goat. I actually think he might have some goat blood in him because the way he scales these things and like walks along the tiniest little gates is just, I mean, it's talent. Good on him. He's an athletic boy because his mum is athletic too. <laughs> so he's loving it. He's getting getting along with Eli. Annie, my roommate, has a dog a little Japanese spitz um called Eli and they're it's nice that they can like keep each other company um so yeah that's all good too 
What other updates do I have? Oh my gosh, while I was moving, I realised, I feel like every time I move, I'm like gobsmacked with how much stuff I have. And this time was a lot better than last time because I sold like most of the things that I owned, like the big things. Um, And I did like a wardrobe cull as I was moving, but I do this every single time. When I came in as well, I was like, nah, I need to cull this even more. And I was scrolling around on TikTok and I found this chick who was like, um, she was saying that she really struggled with like finding and knowing her personal style and she realized it was because her wardrobe was so big like she had so many so many clothes and so many of them like didn't really represent her they weren't cohesive and it was only when she got rid of all the crap that she just wasn't using and didn't like wasn't really her that she could finally see the things that she loved and like visualize them together and put more outfits together that felt like stylish and cool in her and I was like yes this is what I need because there's so many things that I look at and I'm like I have not worn this in a year but like maybe maybe one day I'll find something to wear it with or maybe it'll come back into fashion and I'm like no I need to just do it a massive cull so that's on my list to do as well I need to like jump on Depop and sell most of the things I own. My bedroom here is also tiny, like really, really small, which I'm actually happy about because, I mean, I literally only sleep in the bedroom anyway, like same in my old place. I had a massive bedroom. I had the master, but I only ever sleep in there. Like I don't like to work in there. I don't really even read in there. It's like my area just for sleep. It's for rest and the rest of the day, like I'm not in there. So I don't mind that it's really small and it also helps like with the encouragement to cull down and I really do want to be, you know, a minimalist. Okay, maybe not extreme minimalist, but like I don't want a ton of things and I do find that I'm like getting a lot better in my personal style now that I can see through all the crap. So I really want to keep going with that. Um... I've been doing my eight-week challenge for, I can't even remember how long now, it must be about four weeks in, um, but it's going really well. So I gave a lowdown on this before, but I'll give a quick little run through again. It's basically just encouraging healthy habits um, while I'm home and like living my day-to-day life so that during you know holiday season coming up, all the Christmas parties and whatnot, like I don't feel guilty if I'm out Um to have a drink you know have something cheeky to eat that kind of stuff so while I'm at home I'm being super super strict not drinking at home I'm not having um like um anything processed pretty much so anything in a packet I'm not having I have a few exceptions that's like protein powder my collagen powder um I've had some wheat bix sometimes um but generally like very, very clean, no additional sugars, no like sauces and things like that. The only addition there is the Gevity um, bone broth sauces, which are all natural and really yummy and really expensive, but <laughs> good for you and yummy, so profit. Um, as well as that, I'm doing like I have to move every day. Um, my gym I've only been to I think six times now. I'm just trying to balance that with my back recovery as well so sometimes I'll just be like going for an hour walk or sometimes like a very long walk um I haven't really got back into running yet because I think that puts the most pressure on my back at this stage um but yeah it's feeling pretty good all in all it's definitely getting better I'm seeing a new physio down here next week so that will give me like a better kind of guideline of 
how well I'm actually doing. But yeah, I'm. I feel like things are really falling into place for me in like my personal life at the moment, which is really nice. Um, I feel like a much better social life now that I'm down here with like a lot of my earlier childhood friends and um yeah it's just it feels really wholesome and nice good to connect with like my closest friends again um yeah I'm just happy I'm very very happy uh work updates I've been working like hectically on the wedding side of the business I'm really trying to build this up um I really 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 do love the weddings and it it's funny I feel like there's this attitude in the industry of like photography videography content that you're almost like a sellout if you do weddings like there's a lot of fashion photographers who just think you're like not as good as them because you do weddings and I really hate that attitude um I think weddings are fucking awesome I think you can be really creative and unique with them it's like the best to just work in an environment where you're surrounded by love and joy and happiness and like laughter all day long when you're working like it's awesome and if you're really good at the planning stages which um I mean I think I am then they're not really stressful because like you've got everything covered you're confident you know what you're doing the timeline timeline set or like pretty often you're working with planners and people who know what they're doing too you're all working together and it's like it's actually a amazing industry to be in so I'm really trying to build that up but obviously with these things it takes time um a lot of the a lot of the way people get weddings is like social credit um like magazine credit and just referrals so all of that takes like time to build up and I mean I did my first proper wedding um like I'm talking big you know 10 12 hour package type wedding at the Carlisle November 2021 so that's two years ago and like the amount I've grown since then is insane like it's huge the progress I've made and I can see that and I can recognize that and I'm super proud of that but at the same time every day I'm looking at other wedding photographers and I'm like why am I not where they are why am I not featured in Vogue why am I not doing this why does their work look better in this sense and like it's so easy to compare and compare and compare and then like you hear they've been in the industry for 15 years (laughs) and it's like well of course of course they're getting bigger weddings of course they're booking out for the years like it's just going to happen when you're in the industry for that year and you're honing your craft for that long. So I'm trying to balance this like extreme um, drive and passion and like I like I'm really proud of my work lately and I feel like I should be getting more bookings and it's kind of disheartening when um, you don't see that result immediately and I struggle with this like (laughs) I struggle with not seeing results immediately. I'm lucky that I am, I mean, not lucky, but I am someone who is going to be consistent regardless of immediate results or validation. So I know it'll come, um, but it's, yeah, it's just tough. Like I, I've posted a few things that have gone very viral. Like right now on my wedding account, it says I've reached 2.6 million accounts in the last 30 days. Yet I'm not sure if I've even got... I think I've got like two bookings in that time. You know, I've, I've seen like a slight increase in inquiries over that time, but a bunch of them have come back and said like we're going with someone else. And it's so hard to just keep trusting you're doing the right thing 
through that. Like I've raised my prices over a grand this year for every package. And when people come back and like keep consistently, you're hearing like, oh, it's out of my budget, it's out of my budget, it's out of my budget. It's like, well, what the fuck? What am I doing? Like I, I've raised my prices and I'm I'm trying to charge what I know my work is worth and I'm trying to charge an amount where I can be fully present and fully deliver on that day and not be like fucking tired because if I charge lower, then I need like X amount of other jobs in the week and then I show up just like, you know, not rested. So I want to be there giving my all and I've come to a price that I think is very fair for my level of work, my experience, um, my, you know, like everything combined. And of course, you're not going to see results immediately and you're not going to hit this like dream market like that. So I'm really trying to like control what I can control and stay consistent, stay positive, And I know I'll find my people, but I'm just in this zone of like, Mm, like I just want it to come because I know that there's, there's so many wedding photographers who are booked out for next year and I think I've got like 12 booked for next year which isn't bad but I would love to have like 30 <laughs> but that's probably not going to happen for 2024 um so I'm that's something I'm probably going to work for for um 2025 um so yeah I'll I'll keep going with that. I'll keep giving you updates as I kind of navigate this industry because it is really different and people work on much different timelines. Like the the point from inquiry to when they might book could be like four months or it could be more. Like people get engaged, they get excited, they put feelers out for all of their favourite vendors and then they might just like, life might get busy. They might forget about it for a bit. It might not be their top priority at that time. And then once they have time again, they'll circle back. And like so many times I'll follow back up on, on clients and be like, Hey, like I sent my package. Oh, excuse me. sent my packages. Like, um, I see you haven't booked a call. Like, would you like to still chat? And like nine times out of 10, they'll respond and be like, Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so sorry. We just like, haven't got around to this yet. So yeah, I'm just trying to understand the industry more, do my best, serve my clients as best I can, but at the same time, like, refine my style, refine my editing, make sure everything's super consistent. Like, I'm really trying to put a lot of effort into those tiny little details, and I know it will pay off eventually, but I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just trying to get there. So, that's it on the wedding side. Um, and because I've put so much effort in on that wedding side, I felt the commercial side like slack a bit and that's just because like I'm not posting as much. I'm not like I'm not active as active as I was. Um, there's there's so much energy that has gone to one side and that was very intentional. Like I knew the commercial side was going to to kind of pull back a little because of that but every time up until this point that I've tried to juggle both of them it's like, yeah, I've seen like results in both of them, but I I wanted to know like, okay, if I put my all into this for like X amount of months, how far can we go? And I know that if I was trying to juggle both, I wouldn't be where I was with the weddings right now. So I'm, I'm really glad that I like picked one for a short period of time and stuck with it. Because with the commercial side, I'm, I'm always going to get inquiries rolling in no matter what, just with the socials, with um, past clients, with referrals. Like I know there's going to be something coming in there, but I feel like the wedding, I really need to 
push under more eyes to get where I want to be. Um, so that's all happening. Um, I've also had this like this nagging feeling with the commercial side that I I really wanted to work with these big brands and big fashion campaigns and all of this. And again, it's like the it's like the ego of the industry. It's like everyone wants to work with these big brands. And if you're not, you're kind of a loser. <laughs> no, like no one actually says that. But that's kind of the vibe I feel. And I'm friends with a lot of these people who do big campaigns. And I just, for so long, I think I was chasing this kind of work because I felt like it would give me like the cred in the industry. And now I'm realizing that the personal branding work that I kind of strayed away from from for some time because I thought it was like I didn't think it was beneath me but I was just like oh I can do more I can do better I can do bigger and that just automatically sent me to brands but now I'm back to this point where I'm like okay I'm actually fucking good at the personal branding stuff I understand it very well I've put a lot of time researching into it like I know what I'm talking about I know what I'm doing the feedback I get on them is just incredible and they're consistent, like they're probably my, like for time and what I do, like they're a great ticket item for me and I just love them and they really work. Like the, the amount of people that I've helped transform their brands and to see the before and after just through the use of imagery and how they portray themselves is just, it's night and day. And I love seeing that transformation. So I'm thinking of like continuing on with that a little more and um, less so on the brands because it's just hard. It's really hard. And it might seem backwards, but a lot of these brands don't have a huge budget. Like they're quite finicky and careful with how they spend their money and with that comes a lot more pressure. Whereas these personal branding shoots, they're like, they're people who are willing and ready to invest in themselves. It's a one person decision. It's a much shorter like um, time frame. There's less like admin work and it's a lot of the same type of work, if that makes sense. So like I'm doing the same sorts of things for different people. Yeah, I'm changing the creative concepts and everything, but I've nailed down these processes so much that it's like easy for me. So I think I'm going to like nail into these a little more once I'm done with this era of building up these weddings. Um, And once I have like a year booked out, I might kind of switch back over to these personal branding and like build that up. So that's kind of my rambling thoughts on the commercial side of the business at the moment. Um, I have been pitching, so I have been doing this 100 rejections challenge, which I set myself last December and come like, I think it was October and I'd done big fat zero. And I was like, I don't like failing. I don't know if you guys can tell that, but I I was like, I, can't, I just can't let this go a whole entire fucking year and not do this challenge that I set myself last year. So I've done about 40 um, pitches so far to different brands and individuals. And I will do you know, probably more than 60 more. The, the goal is 100 rejections. So the number of um, pitches you have to do to hit that is obviously much over 100 
because you're going to get, I mean, I don't know if I should take a no response as a rejection, probably. In that case, so far I have 40 rejections, <laughs> but that's okay. Some just haven't responded. Um, I literally did these yesterday, so some of them. So I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping I'll at least get a yes in there. Um, I've lost my train of thought. So I have got some feedback from these ones as well. Um, and the no's are a mix of like, sorry, we have in-house, like we, our campaigns are already all set up for the like immediate future, or they might, might just have their like favorite people that they always go to. And that's all fair enough. Um, but they've all come back and said like, but we love your work. Like we'll keep you on file, all of this kind of stuff. So that's, it's promising that the big brands are responding in that way. Um, it's encouraging. It's not like, hey, sorry, like you don't fit our vision or vibe or whatever. Uh, and then with the individuals and the other pitches I've been doing uh, for the wedding magazines too, and I've been accepted for a bunch of those, which is really great because that helps with like the um, – It's it kind of makes a big difference in like the social cred of, wed- it's like, of weddings. Like people want – a photographer who's been published um, and I have now in two magazines so I'm really happy about that I've been accepted to a third I'm just waiting for that to go out I literally just got an email about that it's going to be three to five weeks amazing um, and there was one that replied and said like hey sorry it doesn't fit our, our schedule and I was like I feel like that's kind of a cop-out and I could have just let it sit but I was like, no, I, I want to know more. So I replied and I said, hey, um, thanks so much for your response and for your time looking at my work. Um, I'd love to know if it's just the schedule that doesn't fit or if there's any other feedback you could give me. Like I'm quite new to this industry and um, I love what you guys are doing. So I would, just, I would just really appreciate to know what I could do better to better serve you. And they responded like this huge email with like specific guidelines on what to do, what I could do better. And I was like, oh my God, like I could have easily just let that email slide and be like sad about it and whatever. But like turning that opportunity into, turning that email into an opportunity to know exactly what I need to do better and having that open communication with them with now they know exactly who I am like I'm on their radar they're willing to help me and I know the next time that I submit it's going to be to a fucking T what they want because they've given me that information if I didn't give them to a T what they want that would be pretty stupid um but then I just decided to do this with some other things like some wedding inquiries that came through and they're like emailed hey we've decided to go with someone else So I've decided whenever I get one of these emails, I'm going to email back and nicely ask what I could be doing better or why they chose to go with someone else. Um, And every single response so far is either budget related or just like logistically, um, you know, they might know another photographer, like, you know, their sister got married and they're getting their photographer, like fair enough. That happens very often where like one photographer does, you know, the whole family's weddings because they know them, they know how they work, they know the results, like it's just easy. Um, So that does not take away from your work whatsoever. So I find that really, um, really helpful to be doing that. Um, What other ones have I got? What other little updates? Um, I've had a few more... TikTok videos go pretty viral lately. 
Um, I'm trying to, within this challenge, oh my gosh, I jumped away from the challenge. Um, so within that challenge, I'm trying to do at least one pitch a week, um, which I've done way more than that. I'm also trying to read for an hour every day. I'm trying to do at least 30 minutes walk. Um, no socials an hour before bed, all of this kind of stuff. Um, and in that challenge is also three TikTok videos per day. And I think I've done this every single day for the last four weeks, except for maybe one day um, where I had a wedding and it just, I couldn't. Um, I mean, I could have, that's a cop out. <laughs> I could have done it in the morning. But anyway, I had one day, I'm feeling it was pretty good. Um, but two of them in the last week have gone pretty viral. One of them was this wedding at the Carlisle um, about a week ago. And the, I think it was the aunt of the bride made this beautiful cake and um, it was in the back of the car and I think it was one of those, you know, in the, in the boot where you have those things that like slide across the top so that when the boot's closed, you can't see what's in there. Um, and it was like, it was retracted, but it's like obviously, obviously still there and the edge of it is quite hard. So the cake was in the back in a box and a motorbike drove in front of, like was weaving in and out, drove in front of the car and the car's automatic braking system went on and the cake like bashed against like the box and against that like hard edge of the thingy. God, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it was like, it was a bit lopsided. There was like dents in it. There was all of this. And so they brought it up and they had it outside the function room and the aunt had like luckily brought some of her tools, some extra icing, just in case of emergency. Um, and she was like trying to patch it together. And the security guard at the Carlisle comes over and he's like, hey, I'm a retired chef. Can I help you fix it? So they both had these tools and it was so freaking wholesome and cute. And he's having a great old time. Like it was just so, it was so sweet. Um, just fixing this cake and it looked like fantastic by the end. It looked so, so good. But that one's going super viral because it's just so wholesome and sweet. And the other one was this wedding. Oh, actually, this is another thing that I should mention. I, with the weddings, like one of the things I'm really trying to do is, is connect with vendors more. And um, I have like a bit of a mentor who's helped me a lot. Um, over the years just with like guidance in the wedding industry and I just love her I love how hard she works her kind of career trajectory like she's just a great person and has has helped me a lot um, and she reached out to me and was like hey we've had a a third photographer pull out of this um, wedding in a week can you join us and I was like yeah um, and she was like the photographer the main one is Cassandra LeDrew and she's like fucking amazing photographer. I actually had no idea she was Brisbane based, but she's one of my favorite wedding photographers, very editorial, classic, like beautiful imagery. And I was like, hell yes, I want to work with her. I want to see how she works. You know, I want to meet her. I just would love to. Um, so I went and did that wedding and she was so chill. She's amazing. Um, really love, again, love her work. But it was just so cool to be in that scenario because, again, it's like you compare yourself a lot. And I was like, what do I need to do? Like I I kind of half expected like revolutionary um, like feed, not feedback, but like just to watch 
what happens and be like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm doing wrong. But that's exactly what didn't happen. Like I, I saw how she worked and I was like, okay, I'm actually doing things right. Like she's refined her style. Her skills are like almost unmatched. She's one of the best. But instead of being like down and comparing myself to that, I was more like, I can get there in time. Um, so that was really, really cool thing, opportunity that happened. Um, and in this wedding, I posted a video as well. The background, like the ceremony backdrop was this giant orange, like wooden wall thing with a stage. It was just wild. I've never seen anything like it. And the the, f- the flowers were all orange lining the aisle and, you know, with this backdrop, there was masses of orange, yellow flowers. Um, it was very different and, like, beautiful, just quite editorial but just very, very different. So I posted this video and the groom said in his in his speech, like, he dreamt, he had this dream that he got married on a stage with a giant orange backdrop and that's exactly what they did. So that's exactly what I posted. I kind of started the video with the florals down the aisle and the caption was like the groom had a dream that he got married against a giant orange backdrop. So that's exactly what they did. And I kind of panned up to the giant orange thing just with the deep greenery behind. And it just went off. Like it's still going off. Like one of the, <laughs> one of the reasons is because half of the people that view it think it's red, not orange. So they're like, <laughs> there's this really funny comment. Someone was like... Um, he only wanted one thing and he didn't even get it (laughs) saying it was red Um, but that one's going wild I um, might do like a a follow-up on that when I have one of the photos um, edited but oh my gosh it was just it's pretty funny that that comment section is is going off Um, so yeah the TikTok stuff I feel like getting consistency with it is really helping um, I don't share them on Instagram because I share too much of my personal life on TikTok too, but not like not people don't really follow me there. So I feel actually super comfortable just sharing like rogue bits of information about my life. Um, but yeah, that's not for Instagram. <laughs> so I'm finding TikTok actually really fun and wholesome and like enjoyable. Um, I've only had like a few um, mean comments and I just try not to let them affect me. But yeah. I'm, I'm really loving the TikTok stuff at the moment. Um, what other updates have I got for you here? Um, oh, gosh, money things. So, as you know, I do love to talk about money. Um, I'm, I'm just – it's hard starting <laughs> – business is hard, okay? I think you guys know I changed the company structure in January and I'm like still figuring things out. Obviously, I'm going to be still figuring things out for like fucking 20 years, I reckon, but obviously not even one year into being a company and I'm like, I'm still adjusting things. I'm still learning a lot and I have a lot left to learn and I think I've made some mistakes along with the company um, structure. Like my wage was set fairly high and I thought that would be a motivator to try and make x amount and like kind of push me a bit more but really what I should have been doing was lowering that wage so that more expenses can come out of the business rather than personal and then I pay less tax on that so it's a little more strategic rather than just like an ego thing of like I want to give myself a big wage so I'm making some of those changes um 
I've, I'm currently like literally as we speak, I think the engine is being fit into my old Hyundai and that's $11,000. So that was a nice bill. And then I found out that my, I fired my old um, bookkeepers and the new one was like, oh, by the way, they made a mistake. And now you have an $11,000 bass bill which was a bit extra than it was meant to be. So that was $22,000 in one week. And then I had to pay like my new mem- gym membership up front because I, I like advertise – anyway, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but I had to pay that out of the business. Um, and then I did some features like the anti-bride and they cost, um, but that's like important to do. So I just had like a lot of these things lining up and it ended up, as well as buying the Mercedes, it's like 60 grand that I needed to fork up in about three weeks, um, which is a lot of money. And I obviously don't want to borrow for that. So I'm. it's all coming out of like the business and my personal finances. Um, so that's been like a pretty big stressor among, amongst like moving and everything. Um, it's been a lot. And when I get stressed I get into kind of like shut down a little and just get through it like I don't have I don't have an emotional response I would never like cry about this for example Um, it's more like okay let's get this down on paper what can I move around what am I making what do I need to book more of so I can make all of these payments go out and like I don't have to be legitimately stressed because if there's a way to figure this out there's literally no reason to stress like shit happens in life you're gonna have to have these like emergency payments now and then and I'll figure it out so that's what I did I'm waiting to still pay the bass in that um, car payment but after that I'll be kind of like clean slate again and work back up Um, but yeah I just wanted to say like business finances company finances when you're working for yourself, it's hard and things are going to ebb and flow and it's not always going to be like sunshine and rainbows and like making bulk money. Um, so yeah, I'm just like, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to stay positive and I like somehow amongst all of this, I feel really good. Like things feel right. I feel like I'm on the right path and I'm making good decisions and I'm learning and I'm just really happy with, um, with myself this year and and where I've taken myself. I definitely took a big step back um, earlier on to the middle of the year, just while I had a lot of personal things going on. And um, I really feel like now that I've made the transition to Brisbane over these last few months, um, I'm like myself again and I'm thriving and I'm, I'm just really stoked and excited for 2024. Because I know it's going to be a good fucking year. I've got so many exciting things planned. I'm trying to do another Europe trip in August, September. So if you know anyone getting married then, please let me know. Um, And yeah, I think that's going to be just about it for this update. I have no idea how long this was. Um, Hopefully not too long. But thank you so much for listening. I will get back on top of things for the weekly episodes um again coming you know now the next week there'll be another i freaking promise you that um if you have anyone you'd love me to chat to i would love to do some more interview ones i've got a bunch lined up but i'm always looking for more recommendations um 
And yeah, that's about it. Have a amazing day, guys. Thank you so much. Please share the pod to your story if you enjoyed it. Please give us a rating, a review, all of the things. Um, I just love you guys. Okay. Bye.